that's why you wanted to do a picnic so much. Yeah. You're going to make a big sandwich. Hello and welcome. My name is J.E. and with me today is my good old friend Alexander Gonzalez. Howdy. Please remember that we are not game devs. How are you doing today, Alex? Um, Could be better, Jay. How about yourself? Same. Same. Could be better. But those are not the... Depressions. Depressions. <laughs> we were talking about today. Today, we are creating something new. Something fun. Because every week on We Are Not Game Devs, we imagine a brand new game, video game idea from our minds. Join in on the fun. Be creative. And if you have your own unique video game idea or want to patch it to ours, write in to at gmail.com. Today is my turn to present We Are Not Game Devs 234th IP. All right. So. Speaking of Pokemon, I don't know if it has to be this way. It could be this way. It could also be a different way that we set up because most games that try to copy the Pokemon marketing scheme of releasing two of the same game at the same time and no one says anything about it uh, doesn't go well for most <laughs> other people besides the game company because they've just been doing could it. You so <laughs> could you imagine Final Fantasy being like, no, 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 wait, there's two. And there's four enemies that you won't see in one versus the yeah. other. Now go. And then a party member that won't join unless you have the other version. <laughs> Instead of a side quest, it's whatever version you have. Yeah, I mean, you'll, Fire you get Emblem different party doing members. it for a little bit on the 3DS. I, but, uh, what are you going to do? You uh, That would be so hard. You can't do that with fa- with um, three houses. I would just go with the one that has Dorothea. Right, right. Um, and then in way back, a couple Dragon Quest games for the Game Boy Advance also tried to do that, but they were also Pokemon clones. Like they're Dragon Quest, but you like caught slimes and shit like that. Oh. Um, and there was a uh, essentially a red and blue, and one you played a boy and one you played a girl. Uh, Dragon Quest Monsters. I think you would really dig it if you could ever find a copy of that game somehow. I think you would like it a lot. Um, but it doesn't have to be like that. But I can imagine why this game I want to make is could be like that. But essentially. It's going to be like, think, uh, what's that anime people like? My Hero Academia, where it's like a school for heroes, right? And you do whatever, we can make it as persona as you like. You go day in, day out, do your hero activities, learn to be a superhero. But in the same university or college or school or academy, whatever you want to call it, there's a flip mirror world where it's uh, academy for super villains and all the villains go to the school and you could interact. And I think that's where some of the conflict and some of the battling and like actual gameplay is going to happen is interacting between the villain and the hero's storylines. And you could pick which one you want to be. And then like, it'll have different outcomes in the story, uh, what happens. And then the end obviously will be different depending on who you decide to support. Um, but there's a reason why the school does this. Uh, there's a reason why they allow it to happen. Maybe it's to like try to create world peace by actually like having this, the bad guys and good guys go to the same school and maybe try to become friends. And I think you can do that is like make friends from the either side and like recruit people to come to your side and be on your team and stuff like that. Uh, I think that would be where the teachers decide. Um, like at that point at their, during the third year, that's where they allow good heroes to become bad and bad hero and um, villains to be good, depending on where their nature sway. 
Yeah. Uh, and I guess the story would have to be that at first it was a conflict between the two academies, but then you find out some third party super evil villain that's trying to bring down the academy and you have to come together and like take down this one big bad as superheroes and supervillains as one mega team or whatever that would be the basic story uh but at first there'll be like small scrimmages and like shows of power and bullying happening between the villain side and the hero side on both ends as well you know um yeah and like different um games right like a contest or something like summer games or like a like an event summer games and i also can see it being like just scrimmages outside of class like them like just bullying each other and things like that um and i could i could see i like the idea that the villains that the villain story has to fight, like the superheroes aren't actually the superheroes that you play as in the superhero thing. Where also in the superhero thing, the villains that you fight aren't the villains that you play in this, in the villains route. They're like different characters, but then the, the uh, the villains and superheroes do interact in the story in different ways. But I like the idea that the playable characters are the playable characters. And then there are the villain characters Right. And then the villain characters are eventually recruited by the major big bad and pulled out at the end of the story. And then you go fight them. Uh, But you could all the playable characters will always be the playable characters. You know what I mean? Uh, And I like the idea that this story, no matter who you pick, will use all the characters that are involved all the time. The playable characters, the villains on both sides, and they all work together in one big story. I don't know if you know what I'm trying to say. So are the villains and the heroes eventually going to work together because they're not defeating each other? I think so. I think eventually they're going to come together and like help each other out. But throughout the story, um, you'll be getting into some fights with some problematic villains and getting to fights with some problematic heroes. And then the heroes could be very much like, I haven't seen the boys, but what I imagine Homelander to be, where it's like he's very heroic on the publicly, but he's actually a douchebag privately, you know, uh, just like really uppity heroes who think they're the best and everyone should. I think he's actually really bad. Huh? Yeah. And I think he's he's really bad. I think he is really, really bad. But I've seen the first episode of the boys and I'm pretty sure all the heroes in that, except for the main character, are very, very bad people. Uh, but. It could be kind of like that, where there's heroes that really actually want to help people, but then there's heroes that want to do it for fame, power, glory, or whatever. And or those are the violent. heroes that will always be the enemy in the end. You know what I mean? Yeah. So the playable heroes are the playable heroes. The playable villains are the playable villains. And they're all essentially good people in the end with different end And goals. how do you want to do this? I kind of almost want to make it where... You travel in squads of three because that's just what you do, you know, and then you actually have one main hero that you can play as and and one villain at the time. So you play one at a time. Right. And there's powers that you can use and then you can summon in these others using support moves, almost like a fighting game. But you're you're exploring around into the 3D environment. And then if you hold down the support, you can switch into that other villain or hero and then use their moveset. And the way they move too. So I know you just gave me a thing, but your idea 
spawned a new idea for me. And I think also when you start the game again, I don't know if I want two different versions where you buy the hero side or the villain side, or it's going to be like Sonic Battle Adventure 2, where you're like, I want to play as this hero story. I want to play as a villain story. You know what I mean? Um, But what I think you gave me a cool idea for a type of game that I don't know if it exists, but imagine it's like a blend between Sonic Heroes and Fire Emblem where you can make your squads. So when you play your route and you get your playable characters and you recruit, you can recruit villains from the villain side if you'd like. Um, But you make squadrons of three, right? Like hero squads, like you assign the leader and you assign their sub people and then that'll affect their synergy and their friendship levels and all that shit. And then you assemble other squads, right? And then you could have like up to six squads that you assembled. And then when you play the game, it'll kind of play like, I, I can imagine you going through dungeons and maps kind of like a Musou, but not really where like you can control each squadron separately and then send them to different places. But then the battle sequences, I could imagine them being, uh, turn-based like it'll go into like an instance and it's a turn-based battle and then you like we could have a cool battle system where you play as the person you made the leader and then you kind of give orders to your squad mates and then you can make your own moves and stuff like that um and have all the superhero stuff happen and then eventually in you could have like other squads team up with you so instead of having one squad of three you could have two squads of three and then have like six heroes at your disposal um and do stuff like that and then have story implications there where sometimes you'll meet up with another squad and then all together take down a major villain or something like that um but i think yeah we could have a cool squad based fire emblem like slash Musou to explore the the dungeons and stuff kind of like how fire emblem would do it if you didn't have the grid based system and it was just more open, kind of like how the new Mario and Rabbids does it, I think. Right. I think that's great. Uh, I did want to add in that on top of that, we should have it where after a certain point in their school career, they get costumes and stuff and upgrades. So now they're officially heroes or officially villains. So then they power up a little bit or get like a new form, like an evolution almost. I think that would be appropriate and look really cool. I like the idea of it kind of being like how My Hero Academia does it, where at first you come in with like your homemade costumes. And so everyone's like in their like janky costumes. But then, yeah, when they pass the midterms, which is like a special assignment, like you have to go out and do a hero or a villainy thing. Right. And you go out and do it. Um, That's when they award you with your actual super suit. Um, And then like, other things after you get your super suit, I think there would be cool like ways to upgrade that hero and give them a new part of the suit that upgrades their power a little bit. Maybe like a second evolution persona where they could like get a second suit, like a suit upgrade. And then it's like a it's the same suit, but like a visual upgrade with like a couple new knickknacks that give them extra powers. Yeah, I could see that. And you then, have to uh, unlock their friendship power to 100 before you can unlock their cool new evolutionized super suit. Yeah, yeah. And maybe as you unlock their characters, they also get like skills and stuff that are unique to them that they can do. Yeah, and I could also see there to be like combo moves that 
And I could see them working because we had this weird squad based system. I think it would be kind of like how some Final Fantasies do it, where if you happen to pair two party members together, they have a chance to do this like dual combo move. Um, and then you could discover new ones by like mix matching party members a lot. Yeah, I think that's a smart idea. I yeah. think I think what we have here is a solid base. That's the general mechanics of how you're playing through the game, the story and stuff. Uh, some side quests and some smaller knickknacks. I imagine it to play kind of like a Persona game where there's going to be like a day-to-day thing, a calendar. You have special events. You have is free there time on other days. going to be romantic relationships? sure people love to people love that stuff you know yeah <laughs> throw it in yeah, there that's true that's true we can make it even a little bit more mature where maybe in this universe uh superheroes isn't new but it's fairly new and so like and maybe also your powers only manifest after your like 20s or something mm-hmm. And so uh, it's like a second coming of age. If you could after 22, that's when most people get their powers. Right. And around that age, people start discovering they have powers. And so it's like a new chapter in your life as a new hero empowered 22 year old. But you need training. And so you have to go to this academy, this college to refine your skills. So you're not a danger to yourself and others. Right. And so we can make it a little bit more mature in that way, where I think we're working with adults. They're all sleeping together at this dorm school. You know what's happening. Uh, they're like college age kids. Um, and then I think also the art style could look a lot cooler in that sense, too, if they're more adult than um, younger, you know. Uh, because it's superheroes and comics, I could kind of see it being more comic book looking than anime looking. I was about to get into that. Yeah, I, I see it kind of like how Marvel Snap looks right now, right? But so animated, hand drawn. Yeah, you're running around. I still see the anime style where it like ha- has your face pop up, and then your text come up next to your face, and then your face emotes a little bit. And then I but, can still even see like the one liners. It's not fully voice acted. It's, it has just the, huh? Well, I see. <sighs> With a uh, full voice acting cutscenes for yeah, important yeah. parts. Right. I can also see. Obviously, it's very heavily Japanese inspired, but also with a lot of Western tendencies because more comic book-esque. I guess we'll talk about music. Instead of it being cool jazz, it's just going to be boring rock. (laughs) No. Um, I think this is where you're going to get like um, really hopeful, like a symphonic band playing like 
you know as as they're like building up and powering up and trying to save each other there's going to be really cool um build up of moments and like of of natural instruments playing and and trumpets blaring as as you're saving these persons you know dun dun i don't know how to do i'm tone deaf i like it i like it but also, I think for some of the scenes, we could also incorporate a little bit of Marvel snapness in there where it's more of that, like, hopeful music. But it's also kind of like they, like, turned it into, like, a hip hop beat. Yeah. You know what I mean? I wish I could hum it, but I would just kill that one, too. Bump, I know bump. Bump, bump. Yeah, that's right. But I actually really like the sound effects in Marvel Snap. I don't play with sound that often anymore. No, the but... only time is when I'm listening to a podcast on the toilet, oh, yeah. and then I yeah. open it, and I'm like, "Oh, okay, now I'm listening to this podcast and this music." Yeah, I like it though. And then I also like to listen to the guy announce the upgrade of cards. Animated frame, three <laughs> yeah. I, I I like turning the sound on for those. Uh, maybe we should have an an announcer Um, pricing here uh, this seems like how long is this game going to be I think it's going to be pricing's tied to pretty RPG like uh, like JRPG like like Fire Emblem like where I think but respectful like like 40 hours really okay how about like more like 55 75 if you want to be completionist about it I guess so and then but the thing is, there is the other side. So there's two stories. So I guess, yeah, maybe it would have to be more like 45, 50 hours because you have two different you, sides to play. Yeah, yeah. Let's do 40 hours. That way, if you want to do the other side, you can. Well, how long did it take you to beat three houses? I did the side that took the least amount of time. But how long did it take you? A long time. So let's make it that long time. Yeah, I, I don't have my switch in front of me, so I wish I could tell you. Also, I think I left it on. Or maybe that oh, was yeah. no, that was Cyber Sleuth. But there, there's a way where it was. Uh, I'm, sure I'm gonna say like 56, 60 times. hours, 65 yeah. hours, maybe, because I, I did do a lot of the side stuff. Right, but either way, I think it's gonna be seventy bucks, regardless. Seventy bucks, no loading screens, next gen. All right, Alex. 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 Time to start your timer, because it's time to name this game. Okay, go. Good and evil. Good versus bad. No, Mirror Academy. I was thinking Yin Yang Academy, but then I was like, that's so Chinese inspired. And yeah, we have no like, like we no have no Chinese, Chinese <laughs> no Chinese influence in this it's game. It's actually a Shaolin temple. <laughs> We change everything on what's monks yeah. and there's bad monks and there's good monks. So you either <laughs> practice the yin or the yang. We just changed the whole game around a good name. Um, um, shadow and light. Um, Heroes and villains. Enhanced Academy. Are they enhanced? I mean, what are we going to call the mutants in this world? I don't know. 
I think about it. Enhance Academy. Uh, uh, I'm trying to think. Super School. Super School it is. Super School <laughs> in one minute, 28 seconds. Super School is a game where you play as heroes or villains on their way through an academy, learning the ropes, learning skills, po- uh, increasing power, and learning what it really means to be a hero or villain. All right, so I think we have a game here, Alex. What do you think? Would this be a game you'd want to play? And is it fun? Yeah, this would be a fun game to play. It'd be great. Definitely not beating it, though. Not the way that people want me to. You never know. Maybe maybe there's that one that one cool android chick that's a super villain that you have a conversation with, and she's getting out of her super-powered <laughs> mech that she created herself when she was 12. And you have a conversation with her, and then it, you it, she hooks you in. She she may, or if there was like some kind of compelling uh, powers that that were really fun to play with. Yeah, I think it'd be. I I think it would be pretty cool. I I there's not enough Western games that try to take from Japanese stuff, but there's a lot of Japanese games that try to take from Western stuff. I'd like to see it go the other way around. You know what I mean? Like, with yeah. what if Bethesda took uh, uh, some tips out of like Square Enix's book and like incorporated a little bit of JRPG into their games? You know how cool that would be. But they they don't do that. They wouldn't do that. But like, no. the last game that I know that kind of does it is uh, Marvel's Midnight Suns, where they kind of tried to put in some JRPG ness to it. Uh, I haven't played it yet. I'm going to, but. The game I heard came they didn't out, do and I don't even well. know where it's at at all. I didn't even hear. I didn't even hear that. Like it felt like that game stealth dropped like Need for Speed. Yeah, yeah. I think it came around out around the same time Need for Speed came out because I heard discussion around the same time about it. Uh, but apparently, yeah, like they added a lot of Persona like stuff to it. But they're like they just did it in a weird way. <laughs> um, but I want to check it out. Now that we have a complete game. What game studio would you sign to make? Super School? The best. Yes. I think Platinum Games so they can redeem themselves. Yeah. Get a that's W. A good, that's a good pull. Uh, I'm going to actually say the the freaking game that we just mentioned. The developers being called... Uh... Oh, it's just it's just fire axis, uh, but virtuous or whatever. Uh, the people who made Midnight Suns and XCOM and stuff like that. OK, and then, I mean, we can always throw Atlas into the ring here because this would be like a superhero, superhero, more American style game that I think would be a good spinoff for them. And like between a persona non year as they're developing that. Yeah, yeah, 100 percent. Also, randomly, uh, Square Enix Montreal the team that do the go games square Enix. Like oh go. tomb raider go i tomb don't know i was go. like pokemon go you mean niantic <laughs> that's funny yeah no the go games okay yeah with, yeah that that'd be cool and with that our 234th ip has gone gold we hope you look forward to this experience that will probably never release 
We have a Patreon. If you'd like to give us ex- extra support, please head over to patreon.com slash devs for just a dollar. Patrons receive episodes early in the next podcast at the beginning, which caught the tail end of our conversation at the beginning of this episode. That's patreon.com slash devs. Like, rate, and subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. And if they ask for a review, instead of reviewing our show, become your inner game critic and review Super School, the video game we just created. Thank you for joining us today. We'll be back next Friday with a new, another new IP. Again, my name's J.E. My name's A.G. Thank you, and please remember that we are not game devs. Super School is a terrible name. Super School. <laughs> Super school. Whatever. Super School. <laughs> what are you playing? Super School. That's a terrible name for this game. It's good. This is going to be one of those games where like a week before launch, we're like, actually, you know, Super School, that's the subtitle. This is actually the real name of the game. It's some random ass. Super School. Ignis Prolaflius. <laughs> You, you wanted to be named something like Keldeon, semicolon, the beginning, super school. And you're like, what the fuck is this? These are just words on a box. (laughs) That's how I feel sometimes with names.